Are you ready? Because I want you to pay attention. This is the beginning of something. Uh, who is it again? Pete. Pete McMurray. How do you spell it? P-E-T-E. Oh, Pete. That's called Rot Patrol, Pete, where you go and you patrol the rot in your house. When we hear this bell, yes. that, that means your time's done. done. This is the Pete McMurray Show. Did you hear the bell? Did you hear the bell? <laughs> Hello and welcome into the show. Please follow the show on social media at Pete McMurray. And if you missed anything on the show, just search Pete McMurray Show wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Let's say hello to the Rot Patrol. It's Lisa. How are you this week? Listen, I got to give credit to my dad. He called it Rot Patrol. And I mean, how else do you explain cleaning out your fridge? Rot Get Patrol. Rot. Get rid of the rot. What a week we had. We had the first Republican debate. We had a former president that turned himself in and charged with trying to overturn the 2020 election, and it was 100 degrees. (laughs) Yeah, you know, nothing weird going on here in the 2020s. Uh, Let's address the heat first. (laughs) Lisa was texting me this week that she was sitting outside in 100 degree heat. Listen, I was in my house for most of the day working, and I got cold, okay? Yeah, Mm-hmm. And I thought, what's a great way to get uncold? Go outside. And I thought I would, you know, everyone's, oh, my God, it's so hot. You're going to die. And I was like, all right, I'll go outside for a minute. I was literally out there 15 minutes. <laughs> did not sweat a drop of sweat in 15 minutes in 100 degrees. So the text you there's sent me this week. something wrong with me. You said there's something wrong with me. I think I'm a lizard. Was that it? Were you a yeah. lizard? Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and, and I pointed out the fact that People always say, oh, at least in the cold weather, you can put on more layers. I'm sorry. If you're a person who could sit outside in 100 degree heat and not sweat for 15 minutes. You got problems. There's no amount of clothes that are going to warm you up. You got to crank the heat, people. I walked my dog, Freddie Mercury, this week when it was 100 degrees. And by the way, I should preface it with I had a knee scope six days ago. So I was walking very slow when we were walking. I thought the Fred Zeppelin was going to kill me. He would stop. We would walk. I'm hobbling down the street because, you know, you have to move your body. You got to have mobility after surgery. And he would stop and turn around and look at me like, what are we doing? And we both got home. He chugged a bunch of water and we passed out on the couch. I just My dogs didn't care. Oh, it's just too much. It was like 150 degrees outside. It's like a hairdryer blowing in your face. The heat index was about 115. So it, it, it's no joke. It's very hot. My air hasn't stopped running for 10 days, I would say, nonstop. Yeah. Well, we found out, this is hilarious, right before the heat wave, we had someone come check our insulation in our attic because our upstairs is so hot. And we found out that, you know how there's like a vent in your attic to let hot air out? Whoever installed the insulation Put the insulation over the vent so all the hot air is just trapped inside. Oh, my gosh. You're kidding. So our lower levels of the home are a comfortable 74, but the upstairs has got to be 84 because it just it can't compete. Oh, my God. I feel like you're talking about my house. I feel like I need your guy. Yeah. Well, we're getting it fixed. Of course, we scheduled the repairs, but it's not until next week. 
capture the historic heat wave. When it's 78 or 80 degrees. Wow. Yeah. Probably you... better for the people working. So that's okay. When I had my air conditioner guy here, I always have the guy show up at the beginning of the season. And a few years ago, I watched him. And he pulls out the hose and he cleans the coils because the pollen and the dirt mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. anything Constricts else. Constricts your airflow. Right. It's like a blanket over your unit. So you have to yeah. continually spray your unit with a hose. I did it this week and like, oh my God, thank God I did it because it did. It was covered with dirt and pollen. Yeah. There was a lot of pollen earlier this summer and spring. If y'all remember the streets and the cars, everything was covered in a white fluff for a while. And that stuff gets stuck in your air conditioner. You have to spray your air conditioner at least once a month. And this heat, I would do it every week. I'm going to walk out today and just do it again, just in case you have to do it. too. Another show, more arrests. Trump surrendered this week. We knew it was orchestrated the day after the debates. I mean, he's doing everything right running for president. Yeah, I was just going to say, I got to give it to him. After all this time, he still knows how to control the media narrative. He, I disagree with him on so many things, but I think he is brilliant at media manipulation. Oh, my gosh. And the more that brilliant. he's arrested, the more people follow him. The poll numbers go up and the donations are through the roof. Yeah, I, I just find it very interesting that people are willing to take his word and not bother to look at any of the evidence or facts or circumstances. If he says it's true, it's it's true. And I don't get it, but it is what it is. My favorite was the Rudy Giuliani mugshot. I want you to remember <laughs> back. It reminded me so much of this, and I hope you remember this. Remember when Nick Nolte was arrested for DUI? I want to spend the hair was sticking hair. up, and he had the Hawaiian shirt on. Yes, I know yes. Rudy was wearing a suit this week, but he had that certain look in his mugshot. I mean, if you don't have a look of how did I get here in your mugshot, as you know, the former <laughs> beloved, you know, America's mayor, and now yeah. you're getting indicted and you're getting a mugshot. For Rico. You know what I mean? Like you kind of invented Rico and now Rico is being used against you. If you don't have that look in your eyes, like what bizarro world am I living in? Then you're dead. You know, at least something's going on behind there. It's so funny because he mentioned that. Hey, I'm still the same guy. I'm America's mayor. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Republican debate Wednesday night. Brett Baer from Fox News Channel hosted the debate. Brett will join us this hour. Give me your thoughts on the debate and I'll share mine. Hurting cats. Can we run through some of the candidates? Let me mention Nikki Haley. I think she has some good opinions. I think she is a, when I listen to her talk, I don't feel like she's just saying sound bites. I feel like she's actually giving me policy ideas. Nikki Haley looks smart to me. She had direct answers, talked about her experience. Um, I think she stood out from the crowd on Wednesday night. Vivek Ramaswamy, the guy no one really knows, but they know he's a businessman. He stood out because he was yelling the most. I love the open, but his cartoon-like character was just a little bit too much throughout the night. I think he was really excited. You know that adrenaline rush you get? Imagine how much adrenaline you have being upon that stage. And yeah, I think it just amplified his already energetic self. When I see people talking like him, I know he's smart, but I feel like I know foreign policy more than he does. Probably. Or he's acting like he doesn't know it because that's what he thinks people want to hear. Mike Pence, feisty. 
I thought he had a good night. Talked about his experience. Uh, he had thought out answers. But when Mike goes on about Ronald Reagan and God Almighty, it's just too much. Right. The the extreme religiousness is very appealing to a lot of people, but it also turns off a lot of people. As a woman, I don't want my husband to call me mother. And that also creeps me out. Oh, but that's like a thing he does. That. It teens it. Chris Christie, the most hated man on stage. Yeah, he was. I feel like people loved Chris Christie. He was the darling of the Republicans. He was going to be president someday. And then there was a hurricane on the East Coast. He hugged Obama. And then I feel like after that, people have not loved him. It's so strange that one moment could change the trajectory of everything in your and career. And it didn't change his ideas on policy or how he governs. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. His open was strong. He talked about his wins in Florida. He was good, but not great. What's going on there? He kind of seemed to me like a robot. Like if, like if someone said, make a robot politician, that's what I would expect the computer to come up with because it's, everything was very stilted, canned. He looks like a politician. He's, you know, attractive, not too attractive. He's got the hair. But Ron DeSantis in Florida speaks his mind. And I felt like we he had a muzzle. I feel like I felt like he was muzzled. He wasn't saying everything he really is into. When he spoke two years ago or even during the pandemic, he sounded very presidential. Now he sounds just like a candidate. Maybe he's being overcoached. He's got bad people around him. He's got to figure it out, man. It's a delicate balance because you get all these donations and supporters. It's a lot of pressure to try to be the front runner. And you're listening to people who say they're experts on getting you elected. But it, it, I do think it's dimming his star. Asa Hutchinson, nothing really stood out. Tim Scott, mm-hmm. smart man, came off as boring to me. <laughs> Isn't that funny? I like you Tim Scott boring. too. I you like could be him. Boring and a good leader. I understand, it's weird but that he, we are you judging gotta, them based upon a TV I, personality. You know what? That's life. That's life right there. It is. It's a beauty pageant. It really is. I mean, right, but like you're good on TV and on the radio. Do you think that makes you qualified to be president? One hundred percent. Yes. A hundred percent. I just surround myself with good people. That's what you do. I do like Tim Scott, but I don't think he's going anywhere. North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum. This guy tore his Achilles tendon playing hoops before the event. So he was standing on a bad wheel throughout the event. But best eyebrows of the night. You know what? I honestly can't remember a single thing he said. I couldn't take my eyes off his eyebrows. And don't forget about the two candidates who didn't qualify for the debate. Larry Elder and our... Our buddy, former Texas Congressman Will Hurd. So, in, uh, so in my opinion, Will Hurd would have crushed I know, that debate. I know, but Will, he just, would have. Crushed he's got it. no momentum. If you don't make the first debate, you're swimming upstream. He just gets it. Yeah, he gets it. So, all in, around, in my opinion, after Wednesday night's first debates, Hutchinson, Burgum, Tim Scott, and I think Chris Christie are all done. Okay, here's what I th- I think they're I think all of them are done. Every person on that stage, because the minute you say you will support Trump, even if he's convicted as the nominee, you just put yourself out of the race because he's so far ahead. Mm-hmm. And you just said, no matter what happens in any of these indictments, I will support him to be the nominee. To me, that disqualifies all of them because you just said, you. <laughs> why would anyone vote for you then? Right. Why would you do that? Brett Bear was the host of the debate. We'll talk to Brett Bear a little bit later on this hour. More of the show on the way. This bell. Yes. 
That, that means your time's done. More of the Pete McMurray Show next. Okay.